Show me the science with Professor Luke O'Neill. Hello, Luke O'Neill here and welcome to my show, Me the Science Podcast. Now this week, I'm going to talk about COVID. Don't turn off. <laughs> People are sick of COVID, obviously, but we've been through so much and uh, I was certainly talking a lot about it. I got sick of it myself, if the truth be told, but my lab still works on it. The immunology conference I was at recently, oh, a good fifth of the talks were st- about COVID, about SARS-CoV-2 and what we're learning about it still. So it's still a live topic scientifically, uh, but for the general public at large, it seems like so yesterday, doesn't it? But it's still there and I want to tell you two or three things and I encourage you to keep listening. First and foremost, uh, the booster campaign is underway in Ireland and everybody over 70 should go and get their booster. Very, very important. The reason for this is because the vaccines wane. They do protect you, of course they do, for a certain number of months, but then eventually they go off the boil a bit and you get a booster, just like you over the flu, actually. And the HSE is calling upon everybody who's eligible. That's anybody over 70 and then anybody um, over five, actually, as well, who's got some kind of immunodeficiency, whose immune system doesn't work properly, get the booster. It'll really protect you, no question. And the evidence for this, as you all know, is astoundingly effective in that way. But the, the downside is it does wane, it goes off. So, so go and get your booster is the first thing I want to say to you. There will be an autumn campaign, by the way, Way for people over 50. Get ready for that. The main reason to take the booster is to protect yourself, obviously, but also to make sure the health system doesn't get overwhhelmed, uh, which is always our big fear. Now, that's the first thing. But I'll get off my soapbox now and give you the latest science, because uh, the science is still going on. First of all, let's go to China. Now, China's been an absolute fascination when it comes to this. Now, for a start, it started in China, in Wuhan, as you all may remember. Uh, but the Chinese had a very severe lockdown, like the biggest in the world. And I've met a couple of Chinese scientists actually recently who are now back on the road again at these conferences that I've been going to. And they were saying it was hell on earth. They were locked up and, and it was awful and very strict, you know. And of course that would have all kinds of mental health um, consequences as well. But then they reopened and now of course they're, they're monitoring the virus in China and it ran rampant. Remember, that was a population that had been not exposed to the virus at all. Their vaccination rate had got up into the sort of 50-60% range, uh, but still there were lots of people unvaccinated and there's the virus now spreading around that population. And it's been looked at very closely. There's been these surges have been happening, coming and going, just like we had, I guess. Uh, the current surge is caused by the XBB 1.5 variant. It's a sub-variant of Omicron, which you may remember, I uh, hope this isn't triggering memories, but Omicron came along, as you, as you would all remember. And this XBB15 is the latest version of Omicron. And it's actually highly infectious. Uh, now, now, luckily, if you're vaccinated or perhaps if you've been exposed before, uh, it's not causing that much of a severe disease. And the hospitals aren't being overwhelmed in China, it seems, from what we know. So, so people are just getting sick with this XBB1 and they're out of work for a few days, I guess. <laughs> uh, there's a risk of long COVID, though, which I'll come back to in a minute. Um, but this one is spread like wildfire. As many as 65 million people uh, are get, uh, just recently, the numbers show, got infected. It's a big population, obviously. And this, what, what, I call, they're calling this the first major reinfection wave that China has seen since they reopened. Now, the vaccination campaign has been running like crazy in China for good reason. Trust your government. Uh, and people have more than 90% are now vaccinated, which is great. Uh, and that began in earnest last December when their first surge infected at least 85% of Chinese people got infected. Isn't that incredible? So again, you're vaccinating people who have probably been infected. And, and the science tells us it's a wonderful combination, by the way, to have a natural infection without getting too sick and then getting the vaccine really gives protection. But of course, there is evidence of waning again. An XBB, 
it's very good at dodging the vaccine a bit so hence you know you will you may well get infected with it because it can still get into your body and still start growing there but the development of severe disease is massively lessened by the vaccine of course and that's the main effect so 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 again they're trying to get people now to go through the booster process is what they're pushing for now the concern here is it's spreading so much that there's a risk of new variants because every time the virus divides it makes a copy of itself. When it makes a copy, a mistake is made in the copying process. That happens, by the way, throughout life on Earth. Every time you copy DNA, a little error creeps in. That's why evolution happens. Evolution will select out the variant that's fit for the environment. You know, so it's a random process. But with so much virus spreading, they're now wondering, well, will a new variant crop up that might be much more dangerous? Um, and they're keeping a very close eye on that for us. Thankfully, the Chinese system is, um, is keeping a close eye. So they're keeping, you know... The first indication of that will be the hospitals, by the way, people turning up and getting very sick. Uh, and they'll look for a new variant in those people. So it's something they're watching very closely, it must be said. Another statistic I came across, by the way, is last December, in 20 days, 200 million people got infected with COVID. Isn't that amazing in China? Because again, the opening <laughs> up drove that huge wave and it went on for months. Th these waves come and go, as we will remember. Uh, the, the plateau is getting shallower, so they go on for longer and the disease isn't quite so severe. So again, that's been measured very, very carefully, I guess, as well. But remember that uh, the whole the whole notion here would be for Chinese people and us, get the booster, get vaccinated, it decreases risk of severe disease. And then where they're keeping an eye on, on the risk of new variants uh, coming up the whole time. And and the Chinese do have a great surveillance system. They're tracking things very closely so and releasing the information. So we should see what's going to happen as we go, we go along with this. Now, the other thing to say is... Um, they have a new vaccine in China, actually. A Chinese company called Sinoceltec. They have made a tetravalent vaccine. Now, what is that, I hear you ask? Four different viral variants are in that vaccine. Alpha, beta, delta, and then Omicron. And in particular, XBB is going into that vaccine. So just in case they're putting all variants in and allow protection from all of them, even though one might be dominant, they're kind of covering all their bases here. In Ireland at the moment, we've got what's called a bivalent vaccine. That's got Omicron and the original strain, and that's a useful thing to have. In America, they're now saying the next wave of vaccines should just be for XBB because it's so common. You know, so the Chinese will probably move towards XBB in the end. But that's amazing. The first ever tetravalent vaccine has been made by that company in China. And again, it's showing great effects. All the evidence is it's, it's very protective against severe disease. Very importantly, you see. But the, the point is, though, you've got to be keep getting boosted, keep getting the vaccine because of the risk of long COVID. Now, um, this is an extremely important topic. Uh, many people listening, I bet, and I, I still get emails, people with long COVID, it's a horrible situation to be in. Uh, they reckon at least 64 million, 65 million rather people worldwide have long COVID. A lot of people are suffering. And, and this virus was never just about dying. It was also about triggering these long-term symptoms. It's become crystal clear this is a malign virus because it causes these persistent symptoms. And again, people listening will be familiar with things like chronic fatigue syndrome, ME, you know, Lyme disease. All of these for decades we've known really harm people in the long run. And a huge amount of suffering happens because of them. And now rogues gallery we add SARS-CoV-2 to the list of, of, of infectious agents that can cause these persistent symptoms and it's things like brain fog you can't concentrate severe fatigue uh, on exertion breathlessness you know and a whole host of symptoms there's 200 different symptoms and many people are suffering now and, and in fact in the UK they reckon at least 2 million people have long COVID of some kind uh, and it just stops people living full lives doesn't it so, so one reason not to get infected then 
is uh, to avoid long COVID. And guess what? The good news is, and, and the jury was out on this for a while, if you're vaccinated, you have a lower risk of long COVID. So it's yet another reason to get the vaccine. Not to just stop you getting severe disease and dying, it's also to decrease your risk of long COVID. So again, that gives you further justification then for turning up for your booster shot. And it's a, it's, it's a game of Russian roulette is, is a way to put it. So you have 10 people, they all got infected, maybe two of them develop long COVID and we don't know why that is and the other eight don't. And you, you might be the unfortunate one to be in that sort of subset of people who are susceptible to it. It must be genetic partly. Most diseases have a genetic component. It could be the, the strain of virus. It could be the uh, the dose going into your body. It could be you have some pre-existing condition that might put you at risk of it. And again, a huge amount of research is happening, by the way, into the risk factors for long COVID too, to see if we can spot that. And that in turn will help with things like chronic fatigue syndrome and so on. Watch. So that's, that's the good part of this. And the most recent, again, just to keep you bang up to date, uh, the most recent uh, therapy is a drug called metformin. That's been shown to be beneficial and to ward off the development of long COVID in people. And metformin is a really cheap drug. It's used to treat type 2 diabetes, actually. Uh, it's also anti-inflammatory, and we think that could be what's going on here, by the way. The symptoms are caused by an inflammatory process firing off in your body and giving you all those symptoms. So again, metformin might be working partly through suppressing all that. So again, there's always hope that there will be therapies out there. And anybody who might be suffering now, make sure you go to your GP, get the best of advice, and there may well be options now. There's behavioural things you can do and various things as well, but it's very difficult and uh, huge sympathy for anybody with suffering from long COVID out there and I know that lots of people have it. So again, but the hope would be all this research will be beneficial. And again, you can imagine in China, where there's so many cases of COVID, they're following long COVID very closely. And again, we should be getting very interesting data from that as well. So there you have it. That's the update. Um, there are, there's other stuff as well. I could go on about this at length, obviously. Uh, my own lab, actually, uh, we're working on the coagulation side of COVID. I may do something on that in another uh, podcast. But certainly um, uh, all this research is still proceeding apace. And the bottom line is, as ever, get your booster. It'll decrease the risk of severe disease and secondly, will decrease your risk of developing long COVID is the sensible thing to do and all the science supports that hugely. So there you have it, an update on COVID-19. I promise not to talk about it again for a while unless there's some big breakthrough then I'll I'll tell you all about it. But thanks very much as ever for listening and uh, my podcast is a new sock production and it's available for download every Thursday.